You are listening to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast, and this is episode number 35. This episode is brought to you by the Visionary Journal. The Visionary Journal is a day planner, goal-setting guide, and mini vision board that helps you create actionable goals and break down the tasks that are going to help you get from idea to done. So go check it out and grab your own copy by visiting visionaryjournal.co. Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Star Chasers. Welcome back to another episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I'm your host, Monique Malcolm. And before we jump into today's topic, I have a few housekeeping notes to share with you. So let's just roll through that. First things first, many people don't realize how difficult it is to grow a podcast show. It really is a huge labor of love. And it's nothing like growing a blog because as it stands, podcast stats are just not great. And that makes it really hard for us to figure out where new listeners are coming from or trace back what's working. It's a lot of shooting in the dark. So I would like to ask you guys to help me grow the show by sharing it with a friend. If you know someone who you feel like this would resonate with, the topics we're covering would be useful to them, please share or share on your favorite social networks. Instagram stories, it's great for sharing audio snippets. And if you know how to record your phone screen on an iPhone, that's a great little teaser that you can put out on your stories to help me share the show with other people. So please share. That's number one. Number two, show merchandise. I don't know if you guys realize, but there is a Pimp Your Brilliance t-shirt and two different colorways of a Pimp Your Brilliance enamel pin available. It's a great way to show your support for the show and just rep some cool gear in the process. So if that's interesting to you, you can check those things out at shop dot keep chasing the stars dot com. And then finally, this is kind of related to number one, but please leave a review. No one really knows for sure how the algorithms for iTunes work, but I'm fairly certain that reviews help iTunes suggest my show to other similar listeners. So if you haven't already, open your podcast app and give the show a rating. It only takes a few minutes but your feedback is so valuable and it just makes my day. So I would love to know what you think about the show, hear your suggestions, and you can leave that information in a review. All right, so that's that's it for my housekeeping notes. Let's dive into today's topic, which is what's on the other side of your fear? And I'm gonna share a story with you from my weekend in Key West. So I went to Key West for a long weekend with my family because my mother-in-law was celebrating her 60th birthday and she really wanted to go to Key West. But the thing about Key West is there's not a lot of kid-friendly things to do, at least in my opinion, unless you're doing water-related things. And my son is the only kid on this Key West trip. And every night, I have an older son, he's 14. So in the evenings, we would bring him back to where we were staying and he'd watch TV and we would go out and walk the strip and go to bars and things that people in Key West do. So I felt really bad 
that he was missing out on a huge portion of this trip. So I told my husband, he really wants to go snorkeling. We need to take him snorkeling. So I booked the snorkel trip and we went. But here's the thing. As soon as we got into the place to check in for the snorkel trip, the guy immediately warned us about the fact that it's jellyfish season and that we could be stung. So that gave me some pause, but my son said he still wanted to go. So we were going with it. As soon as we met the captain for the boat, he again warned us, there's jellyfish out there. There could be three. There could be 300. He's like, we won't know until we get there. So you have to decide now, do you want to risk it or do you still want to go? Everybody was still on board with going. So we went with it. We got out there and immediately before we even anchored the boat, I saw jellyfish just floating on by. And immediately I was just like, "Ugh, like this is going to happen. Like we're going to get stung by these jellyfish. And these are moon jellyfish. So I just want to say this up front. These were not like box jellyfish that would kill you or cause excruciating pain. A moon jellyfish is like about the size of a dinner plate and it has about two inch long tentacles and its sting, the captain said, is somewhere between a bee sting and a horse fly. So nothing that was going to kill us, but it was going to be uncomfortable. But here we go. You know, we're trying to make this experience great for my son. So we decide that we're going for it. But this experience brought up so many parallels to what it's like being a business owner and being on an entrepreneurial journey. And I was realizing this as I was going through it, that I really wanted to come back and share with you. And it starts with from when I first entered the water. I got in the water. I didn't see any jellyfish yet. But like immediately I was panicked because I don't know if you've ever been snorkeling and I've only been once before this, but you have to get used to breathing out of your mouth. It's a completely different experience than going swimming because you're used to holding your breath and you swim and you surface when you need to. But with a snorkel, you have to train yourself to breathe from your mouth. And immediately when I got in the water, like I felt a sense of panic and like being out of my depth and just really freaked out. So I had to give myself a pep talk and really say like, you know, calm down. You're a good swimmer. You know how to swim. You, you can do this. It's it's fine. But it really was like a little bit unnerving. And I feel like that's kind of what happens when we start a business. We, we had this idea. And even though we get a warning in the beginning that there could be some inconveniences, it could be a little bit tiring. We still go for it. And then we get there, we dive in, and immediately we're freaked out that this is happening. But what do you do in those situations? You have to regroup. You have to calm yourself. You have to get your bearings because how are you going to continue with your business? Or in my case, continue snorkeling and enjoy this experience if you're having a panic attack and you're freaked out the entire time. So that was like my immediate gut reaction. That's the first, I would say, about 10 minutes of being in the water. So I got out of the water. I got back on the ship and gave myself a few minutes to calm down, drink some water. And I said, okay, I'm going to do this again. But during that time that I was waiting, all of these jellyfish started coming up to where we were. And I'm sitting on the boat 
with the captain and I'm looking over the side of the boat and it's this huge, beautiful catamaran. I don't know if you've ever been on one, but it was like this beautiful catamaran. So there's a huge deck area. I'm standing there talking with the captain and he's telling us about, you know, I'm talking to him about the jellyfish and where they come from and what's jellyfish season and things of that nature. And he's saying to me that if you can just get past this initial wall of jellyfish, he's like, if you go out farther and he pointed out into the distance where there was like a small group of people who had swum past where, uh, swum out from the boat, he was like, it, the water is much shallower. And he was like, there's less jellyfish over there and you will see some beautiful sights because it's really shallow and the water's really clear over there and you'll be able to get a really good view of the reef. And that was so appealing to me. But at the same time, I was freaked out because I'm like, oh, but I don't want to get stung by these jellyfish. Funnily enough, I had already been stung by a jellyfish, which was part of the reason why I got out of the water is because I felt the tingling prickly sensation. I was like, oh, I think I got stung by a jellyfish and I got out. But I'm standing here and I'm just thinking to myself how badly I really want to see the coral reef. And if you're somebody who likes science like I do, I love all of those like planet Earth shows, anything that shows the ocean and animals in the ocean. I just absolutely adore that kind of stuff. And so it was really uh, bothersome to me that I'm standing here on this boat with the opportunity to see this beautiful coral reef, but I'm too afraid to do it. And my husband comes up in and we're talking and he's saying to me, you know, do you want to go back out? And I said, yes. And the, the captain turned and looked at me. He was like, girl, if you're going to get out there, he was like, you need to go now. Cause he was like, we have about 30 minutes left and this is your time. Like do or die. Not, not literally die, but he was like, you know, he was like, I promise you, if you can just power through and get past this initial wall of jellyfish that's over here near the boat. I promise you there's less jellyfish out there by the reef and you'll see some really amazing and beautiful sights. And he he said that his exact words were like, just woman up, woman up. He was like, you already been stung by the jellyfish. You know how that feels. You know, you're not going to fall out. And he was like, just put on your big girl panties and and swim over there. And he was like, women have a high, a high pain tolerance. I mean, he's giving me this pep talk. And I'm I'm sitting here, I'm for it. I'm like, yes, okay, I'm going to go. So I decided this is happening. We're getting back in the water. So I get back in the water and I feel like this is where deciding is so important. And sometimes we say we're going to do things and we feel afraid but we don't really want to commit or fully decide. But in this instance, I got back in the water and I was committed to this. And I feel like when you commit, the universe responds and like the energy shifts and the universe makes a way for whatever it is that you're trying to do. And in this case, as I'm swimming off of the stairs, you know, towards where I'm headed, one of the guides was in the water near my husband. And he says, hey, do you guys want to swim out there? And we're like, yeah. And he says, great, follow behind me and I will push any of the jellyfish that are in the way out of the way. And so when I tell you this guy was literally with his bare hands, um, if the jellyfish was facing him on like the top side, not the tentacle side, but on the top side, he was pushing them 
down so they would sink down in the water because jellyfish don't have a brain and they don't have eyes so they just flow with the current so he was pushing them down so that we could swim over the top of them safely and we did that and I mean it just made the experience so much better and you know I, I still had to look out for jellyfish but it made it easier to get over to where we were trying to get so that we could see the reef and the shallower reef and this is where I feel like another part of the entrepreneur, the entrepreneurial journey, there's another parallel here because I was so focused for about the first 10 to 15 minutes on trying to avoid jellyfish, trying to see jellyfish, watching him push these jellyfish out of the way that I didn't even remember to look down and look for the fish that were underneath me and the reef that was already underneath me. And I just so happened to glance down and I was amazed because I'm looking at like fan coral and there's like beautiful fish and I can actually see things that I've only seen in those planet earth shows literally just a few feet below me. And in, in that in that moment, I just felt like, dang, this entire time you've been swimming over here and you've been swimming for at least the last 15 minutes, you missed all of that view. And isn't that kind of like what happens when we're on this journey of creating our own business or chasing our dreams? We get so focused on all of the things that are happening around us, the distractions, the inconveniences, the bad clients, or just things that are just popping up that we forget to enjoy the journey like and to look for the beauty that is around us on our way to our destination. And that was a really, really powerful reminder to me. It's like, you can't focus so intensely on trying to save yourself from an inconvenience or save yourself from a discomfort. You have to obviously be aware that there's discomfort and jellyfish are in the way, but they're not necessarily dangerous. I don't have a jelly, I don't have a sting allergy, but you have to be mindful that like things are still happening around you that you want to pay attention to and don't get so sucked into trying to avoid discomfort or inconvenience that you forget to look out and see what's happening. So that was a really powerful reminder. And then we ended up over there at this section of the reef that the captain was pointing out. And it was just amazing. My, my husband saw a barracuda one guy said he saw a nurse shark. I didn't see the shark, but he, he went down under the surface and said he saw it in a cave. And I mean, there were just all these beautiful fish and the water was so blue and so clear. And I felt so happy in that moment and so excited and so proud of myself that I decided to push through and have that experience. And I again, the entrepreneurial journey that's what makes it worth it. When we decide to push through our fears and we decide to push through our discomfort to get to the place that we want to get or, or at least try to get there. And it made me realize that the slight discomfort of being stung by a jellyfish was worth it. And it's the same thing with anything that I do. The slight discomfort of having to put myself out there so I can raise funds for a Kickstarter or the slight discomfort of putting myself out there and, and trying to secure guests for this podcast, it's worth it. There are times where people say no. There are times when I make plans for things and they don't quite work out, but it was still worth it in the end when 
the outcome is positive and I get the thing that I'm searching for. And in this case, it was being able to see the coral reef with my own eyes. And so uh, when I got back on the boat, I was really just happy immediately. And I thought about how I couldn't wait to record this episode to share with you. One thing I will say that I didn't bring up. So my son, when we went out for that second and final time to try to go swim out to the the reef, my son did not get in the water. He was too freaked out. There were too many jellyfish nearby. And he decided that he didn't want to go. He wasn't going to try it. I actually think he's the only person who didn't get stung by a jellyfish, which is why he was more afraid to do it because he didn't know what that was going to feel like. And I get it. And again, another parallel. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes the fear is you do put your toe in the water. You do get in the water and swim around, but you're too afraid to go outside of your comfort zone to really experience how great things could be or how beautiful that reef was. And for that, I felt a little disappointed because I, I really wanted that for him. I really wanted him to be able to see everything. But the beauty is we live in Florida. He can go snorkeling another time. We can pick a season when it's not jellyfish season and it'll be more comfortable. And I think the same thing applies to your business or whatever dream or goal that you're facing or that you're focused on. Like maybe the timing wasn't right and maybe the fear at that point was too much and you didn't want to do it. It's okay. You can always go and try it again at another time when you feel better or where the conditions feel a little bit more comfortable for you. So all of that to say, oftentimes we are so focused on our fear that we will risk missing out on a bigger payoff. And in this case, for me, it was seeing a really spectacular view of North America's only living coral reef. You can't go anywhere else in North America and see a coral reef except for in Key West, Florida. And other times, it's opportunities. There are opportunities that can help you grow, the opportunities that can even change your life, and we miss out on them because we're just so focused on our fear and not at what is at stake, like what are we going to be missing out on. So I wrote that fear guide this summer, and I've been telling everybody to get it. I want everybody to read it. You can get a physical copy of it for five bucks. You can download it for free and read it. I don't care which often you choose. I just wanted you to read it because it's one of the most impactful things I think that I've ever written, I've ever created. And it's a message that should resonate with everyone because, I mean, fear is holding us back from living our best lives and experiencing our best lives. And if we could figure out a way to work through it, to push through it, you'll be amazed at what's on the other side of that. But to wrap this up, I want to leave you with three questions that you can ask yourself. When you're in a situation where you have to make a quick decision, like I had to do with deciding to go back and swim with those jellyfish, the chorus of fear sometimes starts singing to you and you have to make a a really quick decision. So I want you to pause and ask yourself these three questions. Number one, what am I afraid of? In this case, it was being stung by a jellyfish. And it's a legitimate fear. I don't get stung by jellyfish very often. And I go to the beach a lot. 
we live in a beach town. So we are there <laughs> at the beach pretty often. And at the beach where the beach nearest to my home, I think in the four years that we've lived here, I've seen jellyfish two times and they were both washed up on the sand. So I don't see very many swimming in the ocean. <laughs> and in this case, when I say there were jellyfish, there were tons of jellyfish. I felt like Dory from Finding Nemo. There were just so many of them that at one point it felt like you couldn't even really swim through them because they were there and they were all sizes. But you have to ask yourself, what are you afraid of? And be real about it. Number two, what's the worst case scenario? In this case, the worst case scenario was I could get stung by a jellyfish. But as I mentioned before, I had already been stung and I realized that the sting wasn't painful. It wasn't anything that was really going to stop me from continuing to be able to swim. It was just a slight discomfort. And I would say the jellyfish sting felt like a prickly sensation, almost like a pins and needles sensation. So not painful, just more of an annoyance. In your case, I mean, the worst case scenario could be that you take a hit to your ego or that somebody tells you no, or that you lose a couple of dollars in the process. You know, there's, it's varying scales, but you have to ask yourself, like, what is the worst thing that can happen here? And then finally, ask yourself, what's on the other side of your fear or what amazing thing can happen? And for me, the amazing thing was being able to see that reef. And it's a personal choice. You have to decide, like, is that worth it to you? Is the thing on the other side of your fear worth going through the fear to get to it? And once you have the answer to those three questions, you can make a decision and feel confident that that was the best decision for you at that time. And hindsight is twenty twenty. When I look back on things, most of the time, the things that I fear are just slight discomforts or they're temporary bruises to my ego. And I think that's the case for most people. So if you're feeling like the thing that you're fearful of is just going to be a, a little inconvenience or after the fact you realize it was just a minor discomfort in the grand scheme of things, like I said before, you can try again. You can go for it again. You can regroup and figure out a new plan or decide if you want to get back in the water or you don't even have to again at that moment. You can give it some time and go for it again later. But Overall, I just want to remind you to not let fear have all the fun. Don't let fear stop you from seeing those amazing views or having those amazing experiences. So I just want to sign off by asking you once again, what's on the other side of your fear? And when you ask yourself that question and you find your answer, feel confident with the decision that you made there during that time. All right, Star Tracer, so that is it for this week's episode. Until next week, I just want you to go out there and pimp your brilliance. Uh -huh.